Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. There's desperation and anguish. More than 80,000 Afghans have since arrived in America. But this story is still unfolding. I'm Andrea Smartin. In my new podcast, Stranger Becomes Neighbor, we'll find out what happens to these new arrivals in our communities. Who would help our newest neighbors? Follow us at kslpodcast.com, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen. Inside Sources with Boyd Matheson. Welcome back. Final segment of Inside Sources here on KSL News Radio. It's great to be with you today. I am Boyd Matheson. As we round out the program today, if you missed anything along the way, uh, the last two segments, uh, Inside Sources sat down with Steve Roberts, uh, husband of the late Cokie Roberts, uh, has just written a book about her life and legacy. You want to go back and uh, pick up the podcast of this uh, when we post that a little later this afternoon. So many lessons in there. We could have done the whole show just on life lessons that went well beyond politics and journalism and reporting in our nation's capital. Uh, Some real lessons, I think, that we all could take uh, into every aspect of our lives. Uh, So that was a a great one. You want to go back and and check in on that. We've also been talking, of course, it is Election Day. And I will give my last reminder to you, if you haven't voted, there is still time. Uh, There are polling locations. There are drop boxes. If you've got that uh, ballot sitting on your kitchen table still, fill it out. Vote. Uh, and if you're not sure what to do or where to go, go to Utah, or excuse me, vote.utah.gov, vote.utah.gov, and you can figure out where uh, you can either get to a Dropbox or, or one of the live polling locations. So you can weigh in today on these local elections, these municipal elections that do impact your everyday life every single day. And they have big impact. And so they do matter. Uh, take the time to uh, cast your vote today. Make sure that your voice is heard uh, during this election. And, of course, we're also looking at things nationally. Uh, of course, the race in Virginia has been the hot topic uh, of the day today. How is that going to play out? Will that be a bellwether? What does it mean uh, if uh, the Republicans win there, if Glenn Youngkin is the victor? What does it mean if Democrat Terry McAuliffe wins another term uh, as the governor of Virginia? Remember, you can't do consecutive terms in Virginia. Uh, so he did one term. Now there's someone in between. Now he's uh, running again. And so this will be a, an interesting thing to to look at. And so much of it is coming back uh, right into Washington, D.C. Uh, the president's agenda, where that is, the things that have been going back and forth, where is Senator Joe Manchin and uh, Senator Kirsten Sinema from Arizona? Uh, where are they on the Democratic side in the Senate? What's happening in the House with the progressive wing of the House caucus? Where does that fall? So a lot of those debates are going on. And we're going to see how that plays out tonight and what that means moving forward in terms of policy proposals, uh, in terms of spending bills, and what it means rolling into what will be a fascinating 2022 midterm election and what that means uh, to President Joe Biden and his agenda for the country, what it means for the country, what it means for all of those who are running for elected office. So we're going to monitor all of that. Uh, And in the midst of all of that, I'm just going to remind everyone that Uh, Congress and the White House have set up another big cliff, and it's only 31 days out. We talked about the debt ceiling, that uh, the U.S. will run up against that debt ceiling about December 3rd. We also know that the government has only been funded until December the 3rd. 
And then you add in some of these other spending bills that uh, are still out there. Some are still in the form of a framework for the social spending. The bipartisan bill on infrastructure, hard infrastructure, traditional infrastructure, is still sitting out there in the House. It's already passed the Senate. Uh, The House could vote on that at any time. Uh, Interesting to see if the progressives will say, nope, not so fast. We're going to wait on this until we know we've got what we want in the broader social spending bill. And so all those debates are going to continue. And meanwhile, we're going to be bumping up into the holidays in December, and we're going to face another series of crises and cliffs. And those are the exact words people are going to use. Uh, The president, the leaders of the Senate Democrats and the Senate Republicans are going to do the same thing. The House uh, Republicans and the House Democrats are going to use the same language. And there's a way to fix it. There's a really easy way to fix it. It's called do your job. It's a very simple notion. Do your job. Uh, And so rather than these all or nothing, we talk about the false choices. We talk about another continuing resolution, which just keeps us spending. Uh, There's a lot of deception that goes into all of this from both political parties, leaders of the House, the Senate, the executive branch, throw them all in. So everyone kind of loves the continuing resolution because there's no transparency in it and there's no accountability for the perpetual out-of-control spending. I shared earlier with uh, Representative Blake Moore uh, something. I I was going through some old papers and I found this description from my son, Will, when he was eight years old, a decade ago, a decade ago, he had an exercise in his class where they were challenged, these little kids, eight-year-olds, close your eyes, imagine if everyone made all good choices. And the teacher let them do that for several minutes, eyes closed, thinking of how the world would be if everyone made all good choices. And then she had the kids open their eyes and describe what they had seen. And some had seen, you know, a planet that was clean and healthy and others had saw everyone being nice to each other. And she asked Will, what did you see? And Will said, we would not be $18 trillion in debt. And he was right. If everyone made the right choices and did their job, uh, we wouldn't have been $18 trillion in debt then, nor would we be nearly $30 trillion in debt today. And so the solution is really simple. Do your job. That's the mantra of the day for Congress. Because if you go back and look at what it is that they're supposed to be doing, so Congress is tasked every year, according to the Constitution, they are they need to pass 12 separate appropriations bills to fund the government. What are those? Agriculture, rural development, food and drug administration, those agencies. You have commerce, justice, science, and related agencies. You have defense. You have energy and water development, financial services, homeland security, the interior, environment, those agencies. You have labor, health and human services, education, the legislative branch, military construction, veterans affairs, state, foreign operations, transportation, house and urban development. That's it. That's the job. So there's just 12 of them. If they handled that in regular order, one at a time, 
proper debate and amendments could be handled in front of the American people. Votes could be cast. The president can sign it into law or veto it. They can have that debate. That's how it's supposed to work. And over the past decade, the House the House has done their work a few of these years. The Senate's failed uh, by gridlock and for political purposes. Uh, and that always gets us to this omnibus or this big, massive bill, this continuing resolution that we just kind of keep punting down the road. So I repeat, the solution is simple. Do your job. And... I think especially as we roll into a midterm election cycle, the American people should demand answers to some of these simple questions. Why not debate and vote on spending? Why not debate and vote on border security or immigration policy, uh, climate policy, environmental policy? Let's have a public debate and a vote on how we fund those things. Let's do audits on all of these programs, whether it's a military program or a social services program, let's do an audit. Do your job. Because if we do the job, the spending's going to be different, the outcomes are going to be different, and the country's going to be better and stronger. And so we have to get past this. In 31 days, you're going to hear all the screaming about crisis and cliff again. The answer, the solution, we can get rid of all of these crises, all of these catastrophes, we can get rid of them all. Do your job. Regular order is the order of the day. I'm Boyd Matheson. Thanks for joining us on Inside Sources here on KSL News Radio. And as always, as you go out into the world today, make sure you see something that inspires, say something that uplifts, and do something that makes a difference. Your all day resource for critical breaking news, traffic, and weather, and conversation about Utah's most important stories. Listen on any smart speaker, the KSL News Radio app, and in your car at 102.7 FM, KSL FM Midvale, KSL Salt Lake City, KSL News Radio. I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast Cold. Don't miss Cold's new Season 3, where I look into the unsolved disappearance of Cherie Warren, a woman last seen leaving her job at a Salt Lake City office in 1985. Police cast suspicion on Cherie's estranged husband and boyfriend, but never made any arrests or recovered Cherie's remains. Find Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie, anywhere you get your podcasts.